Welcome to Own Your Own Stuff, the way back to connecting with partners, coworkers, family, and community. Featuring your host, Jane Donovan. First off, a little bit about me. I've been a matchmaker and relationships coach for the past 15 years and love helping people to raise their vibration, heal their past, and create conscious relationships in all areas of their life. I'll be sharing stories, tools, and tips to help you to raise your frequency and access the love frequency for all situations in life. So if you are single, in a relationship, or somewhere in between, you're welcome here. Our lives are full of people we engage with in various roles and gaining the skills to navigate the highs and lows to experience the best connections possible. Well, that's our goal. Today, I'm starting with a question. Are you coming from love or are you coming from fear? We really only have two categories of emotions going on, either one that falls into the fear category you know, such as anger, sadness, boredom, frustration, disappointment, etc. Or one that falls into the love category, such as happiness, peace, joy, contentment, excitement, etc. When there's conflict in our relationships, every conflict we have is due to one or more people being in the fear frequency. So let's take a look at fear in relationships and address how we can first acknowledge that either we're feeling fear or the person that we're engaging with is feeling fear. Typically, the most common fears are around topics such as not feeling good enough, being misunderstood, feeling unfairly judged, losing or missing out on something, not feeling seen, heard, felt, validated. When we feel these emotions or stories, we react and typically instantly have an internal feeling that places us in a fight, a flight or a freeze mode. Often this results in a reaction or action that moves us to being in conflict with another. I think we've all been in that situation, I know I have, where we've reacted and engaged in anger or frustration or had bad experiences with challenging or confrontational conversations. And typically, after the incident, we don't feel real good about ourselves and how we showed up in that moment. Often, regretfully, we remember words spoken that don't make us feel good about who we are. In life, we are hardest on ourselves, much more harder than we are on others. And the internal dialogue can be really quite debilitating. That is, unless we are holding on to a victim story and we are determined to commit to making the other person wrong. A typical victim story, it'll be one of like, poor me, or it's not my fault, or it's not fair, etc. There are many versions of victim stories. However, all they do is to serve to take away your power. An example is someone wanting to date and meet a special partner, yet they share constantly that all the good men or all the good women are taken. Sweeping generalizations like this are a true victim story that takes away all of that person's power. And this statement is not true. 
There are plenty of great single men and women all over the earth desiring to meet someone special. However, what this statement really does show is their disappointment that they haven't met someone special. So the victim story therefore says, it's not my fault, which is a cover for the underlying fear, which could be something like, I'm not good enough, or there's something wrong with me. This is the damage that comes when we hang on to a victim story. A commitment to a victim story is also a commitment to wanting to be right and therefore making the other person or the situation wrong. Now, my experience is that rarely is one person right or one person wrong. They're just conflicting individual stories that when worked on by owning your own stuff and utilising the love frequency results usually, and yes, with a lot of effort, but it does usually result in a win-win situation. As we practice and grow in conducting high love frequency conversations and engagements with others, we start to grow in what I like to call one of our superpowers. Yes, the powers that have been hidden from us, the ones that aren't taught in schools yet, (laughs) and a power that when used consciously is so powerful, it can turn any situation immediately into one of rapport and a win-win for all involved. Let's talk a bit about the love frequency before getting into examples of how to engage effectively with it. I know over the years when people share that love is the answer or just be love or we are all one, I must confess that uh, often you'll find me rolling my eyes. Now, this isn't meant out of disrespect at all for the very accurate philosophy behind these words and the goal of living this way. However, it is sometimes a bit eye-rolling to hear people sprout this like it's a super easy thing to do. Just like sitting on a hill chanting om and eating mung beans while smiling at the world. Yes, that's awesome to experience too. And being in that energy of at peace with all that is. Of course, that's indeed divine and it's very much needed in our lives. However, for the majority of people... Their reality is that they are living and engaging in the current world, particularly within the system of go to work, earn money, come home, care for the family, cook, clean, pay bills, survive as best you can, and then repeat day after day, year after year. And it sure becomes hard to be feeling that mm, love is the answer. What rather I'm suggesting here is that having an inner standing of the love frequency and learning the tools to bring this frequency into play any time you are triggered to feel anything less than your best is a superpower you can turn on whenever needed. What I'm talking about here is this version of you who desires to experience not just times of tranquility, however, also times of joy, excitement, peace, contentment, exhilaration, connection, self-actualization, etc. The full range of love frequencies. This is the you who shows up as the very best version of yourself, one who's expressive, plans for the future, reasonable, loyal, flexible, 
patient, intuitive, and maybe collaborative. This is the you that shows up beautifully in the love frequency. While I mentioned earlier, we have all had moments where we have not felt great about how we've shown up. We've also, on the flip side, had moments where we've shown up exactly as this person. And it feels well, almost kind of surreal at the connection that's resulted after handling a situation so well. This is what we all desire to experience more of in our life. So let's get to some tools and awareness around how we can harness this superpower for greater use. When you feel yourself being triggered into a fear vibration, the trick here is to pause and ask yourself the question, what am I fearing? Is it unfair judgment, not feeling good enough, losing an opportunity, being misunderstood or maybe misrepresented? Take a moment to ponder this, even if it means removing yourself temporarily from the situation so that you can give yourself time to reflect and gain clarity. Then you can re-engage in the conversation, coming from a place of greater awareness and the truth that is needed to be spoken. This also enables an intention to be set. It's like a reset, one of connecting rather than disconnecting, to be resolution-based, to be engaging, to be felt, seen, heard, with compassion and kindness. This is tapping into your superpower and the love frequency. As we identify the fear we're experiencing, we can then tackle this fear within ourselves by starting the healing journey of deprogramming, forgiveness, acceptance, or multiple ways that lead towards greater self-love. I will be talking more about the love frequency for self-love in coming episodes. And the greatest bonus of tapping into the love frequency is that this is your greatest quality that you can bring to any relationship, that of owning your own stuff. This is your trigger, your story, and your opportunity to grow, heal, and gain a greater superpower. With clarity around what you're fearing, you can then articulate your fear to the other person for inner standing. Speaking your truth in an in-rapport way enables relationships to be connective rather than disconnective. When our words, our thoughts and our emotions are all in alignment and spoken with kindness and compassion and vulnerability, our truth is always received well by another. This is the soul-to-soul love frequency communication style that ensures that there is no resistance to your truth. This opens the pathway to a deeper level of connection, one where both people get to express in a safe arena that which they are feeling. It also enables us to reach for our compassion, to see the other person as someone who is also likely experiencing fear. And when they feel completely safe with you, and it does take time to build a foundation for others to feel safe. However, when you've done that, they then can feel safe with you to speak their truth. You will then be able to hear what their fear is, what their concerns are, 
What has triggered them? And a simple effective tool is to ask gently and compassionately, what is their fear? What are they worried about? What concern do they have? And how can you help alleviate this with them? Reach for empathy as you hear their answer. This is where the healing occurs. This is where we get to move to a place of harm none with greater awareness around another's needs. When we commit to being in rapport and setting an intention to assist each other to be the highest and best versions of ourselves, we can build the bridge to a higher vibrational relationship every single time. As a matchmaker, I was often asked, what's the best quality to bring to a relationship? And my answer has always remained the same, owning your own stuff. And that's been closely followed by, my happiness is my responsibility. What I mean by this is being responsible for your own emotions, your own triggers, your own energy and your own behaviour. And look, that's not easy right now because we're in turbulent and chaotic times at the moment and never have all types of relationships been so challenging. Many people are in great fear and engaging in conflict every single day. And sadly, the division of good people is getting larger and the passions are high. On a positive note, though, people are becoming more and more vocal about their views. And while we may often witness great conflict here, what I am excited about is how many people are finding their voices. And speaking one's truth has for many people been a huge fear that they've not managed to overcome for perhaps decades. And yet now these same people are finding their voices. This really is to be celebrated. And while often their voice may be coming from fear, they are climbing the emotional ladder and heading towards the love frequency. As having a voice, being heard and expressing one's truth, it is a higher frequency than suppression and silence. And as we witness the voices of those we love who may have conflicting views around current issues like health or financial security, belief systems, perceived freedoms. We're given an abundance of opportunities to practice and engage in the love frequency. And the more we practice, the better we get at it. Stringing together tiny, small moments of connection with compassion for each other, that's going to result in great change. So celebrate your wins when you engage in the love frequency. Remember, your happiness is dependent totally on you and no one else. It's no one else's job to make another happy. And in fact, it's impossible really for anyone to make any other person feel anything. We are our own creator of our emotions and feelings. We hold the key to how we show up and engage with others. And we hold the power to shift any negative emotion, stories or habits. We create our own realities by what we give our focus to. And as we know, the more we focus on any one thing, the greater it becomes. This is true in all areas of our life. So focusing and being committed to using the love frequency superpower 
is one that increases with ease to reach for any time. And the more it is utilized and practiced, the easier it gets. And then we just might find ourselves smiling on that hill, eating mung beans from time to time. Thanks for joining me. You have been listening to Own Your Own Stuff with host Jane Donovan. To connect with Jane, head to janedonovan.com.au.